How is everybody doing today? So I wanted to get today started by talking real quickly about uh, how we're going to kind of move forward with content as it has become extremely clear to me that YouTube will not allow truth to be spoken. I, and I mean, uh, both of the strikes that they have on my channel are literally uh, reciting the CDC data and the other one is talking to an actual like medical practitioner. So it's pretty clear that we're not actually going to be able to have discourse and full conversation on, uh, on, on YouTube. However, in two days, <laughs> I will be allowed to uh, actually upload on Twitter or excuse me, on uh, YouTube again. And I will be going live there every, as I go live everywhere else. If you want to watch the replay, you will in fact have to go to watch it on Spotify or on Rumble because all, all, all videos longer than shorts are going to be put up on to, uh, are going to be put up onto the Alan Roberts uncensored podcast, which you can find on Spotify. And I'm just going to keep saying what I'm going to say. And if they take the YouTube channel, we'll have Rumble and Spotify to fall back on. What will happen is I'll go live and then I'll take it off of YouTube. And if you want to watch a replay, you got to go someplace else. Hopefully that'll stave them off. And I'm going to put the shorts up. Like, for instance, if you go to my Rumble channel right now, uh, Alan Roberts, you can see that I put two ex excerpts from yesterday's live that I thought were pretty poignant points. So, And I plan on doing that, too, and I'll, I'll post that stuff to YouTube. But as it is, I'm just kind of moving stuff around. I definitely am very interested in how Rumble is going to start doing short videos in TikTok style. I think that that will be awesome. I still post to TikTok occasionally for those of you that are wondering, but I keep getting, I, I'll, I'll get a hundred, I'll, I'll have a video go viral. It'll hit like close to like, uh, I'll be getting a thousand new subscribers an hour and then they just delete the channel. So it's just uh, more along the lines of gathering information. I absolutely, by the way, love TikTok. Uh, TikTok is, I've found so much information on there. I think the government wants to delete it because the actual sharing of knowledge, information, and video that you can see, actual video that you can see people saying things, it, it gets spread so quickly. So I actually like TikTok, but uh, I'm not going to be posting videos up there because it's, that's just kind of an exercise of futility at this point. Um, I, I honestly think that they have like my voice and face like marked, you know, uh, just to just to just to put it out there. But I am going to transition as much as I can uh, over to Rumble, Twitter, and Spotify. And I'm very much enjoying Spotify. I'm very much enjoying having my podcasts up there. I like the podcast format where I get to sit and talk. Um, the one, the only reason why I'm still even going to do YouTube uh, is one, I don't ever turn down money, but two. Um, I don't really want, uh, uh, I want to be able to have it so people can comment and everything like that. And it's easier for the system I use, StreamYard, for people to comment. Somebody said, I heard TikTok might sell American data and they were at DC defending themselves the other day. Everybody has your data. You should be able to decide where your data goes. They do not want TikTok because the information share is too quick. 
like to think that like China couldn't get a hold of your data in every other single way, including the phones you have and all sorts of stuff is kind of ridiculous. The government should not step in with anything like that. The government does not control your privacy. You control it. If you don't want TikTok to have your information, don't go on TikTok. Don't go on Facebook. Don't go on Instagram. Don't go on YouTube. Don't go anywhere else because they are going to get your data. The things that they are accusing TikTok of doing, the social media entities have done nonstop for a decade now. So to be honest, the privacy issues, I think, are backseat, depending on your tin hat. I personally believe the fifth generation, possibly. Anyway, seems like a more of a segue. If they, it's, if they are able to ban TikTok, they can control your speech. Not, they should not have any business doing this. Anyway, now beyond that, we can talk about all that stuff later. That's one of the reasons why I'm very happy to go to Spotify and Rumble, is that I can talk about other things besides just weight loss, which I am going to talk about today because this is what I do for a living. If you also, by the way, uh, for those of you that are wondering, you can in fact uh, grab our supplement, No Morbidity, which is a non-stimulant, non-thermogenic-based appetite suppressant. Uh, you can get Hydroglyph, which is an amazing hydration formula with, uh, 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 it has velocitol in it, which makes it so your pro the protein you ingest is absorbed easier. So many things. Uh, would love to see me on Louder with Crowder. I would love to be on Louder with Crowder. I'd love to be on all the big, I'd, I'd go, Here's my thing, and mark this. I will go on anybody's podcast, and I want the smoke. I want people to disagree with me about the about obesity. I want people to disagree with me about the pandemic. I want them to disagree so I can then make them look fucking foolish. I want that to happen. Because so if I go on anywhere, and I'd go on people that agree with me too, but I would love to have... Uh, communication with people that can bring data, statistics, and facts to support what they say against my data, statistics, and facts about what I'm telling you I know is fucking true. Um, oh, my God, on lateral Crowder. I don't th my thing is, I don't think a lot of these places are ready for me yet. Like, I, me and Mark don't get invited on these places because they still cater. Like they still try to make sure that they don't say the real, really real shit out loud, right? They want to make sure that they, they still try to do their very best. Rogan doesn't, but even Crowder, they do their best to avoid cancellation. Hit me with the smoke. It's We, we need to stop joking around about it. But anyway, let's talk about this. So we're going to watch an ad here. Uh, and I... It would be different if this person wasn't just in an absolute state of denial. I don't want anybody to give this woman a hard time because she's very clearly fucking crazy, delusional, and sickly herself. But Anna with Glitter and Lasers uh, basically did a uh, an ad for Nike, for Nike women. Nike, like it's like you wanted to show you don't know what you're talking about. Now, we're going to watch it in its entirety. It's only 16 seconds. The music is off because, frankly... Uh, I'm not going to get the, I don't, I don't know about the new rules on these other places, but I'm not going to get copyright, copyright, uh, stricken, but here's, here we go. We are going to take a look. This is glitter and lasers, uh, also known as Anna O'Brien. I believe her last name is, um, five, 10, 500 pounds. Uh, here we go. So she is working with, uh, yeah. Um, I'm just going to point out 
that this very pose right here, this very pose right here, this is on, like, this is an ad for Nike. An ad for Nike with a 500-pound person bent over backwards up on their toes. This made it past the entirety of, like, their ad campaign group. Like, nobody knows anything about fitness. This is actually dangerous for this incredibly large woman. Okay, this is actually extremely, extremely dangerous. Um, we're going to watch her exercise. And I'm sure people are going to be like, oh, well, at least she's exercising. And I agree. Um, this, there's nothing wrong with this. I will, I would like to point out real quick. I said we were going to watch it all the way through. I lied. You'll get used to it. Um, look how encumbered she is to just do these basic movements because of her size. This is not, I mean... The, the squats don't look bad. I'll give it. The squats don't look bad. She shouldn't be. This is nuts. The stomping and stepping for a 500-pound person is kind of crazy. So I thought I would give advice, some generalized advice on how I would coach Anna from Glitter with Lasers or, or Anna from Glitter and Lasers or whatever she wants to fucking be called. I don't know. So first things first. That woman has eaten, if I was her coach, she's eaten her last processed uh, carbohydrate. Uh, that woman's eaten five, 6,000 calories a day, every day. Nobody, like, I, I would challenge her to allow me to video her 24 hours a day for a week if she claims any different. Because there's no way. She's eating, I'll give it, she's eating four to 6,000 calories on the average any given day. She is an enormous woman reality exists. This is why they wouldn't have me on Crowder probably, or have me on, not on Crowder, but this is why we don't get like Mark and I don't get invited on a lot of other podcasts because I'm just going to say it. She gluttons herself every single day in an extremely privileged and irresponsible fashion to maintain 500 pounds. And she's actually gotten bigger in the last couple of years through a global pandemic that was for a new cold that was predominantly dangerous for elderly people and fat people. People like this woman and a huge portion of our society got fatter, which is just ridiculous. Um, Anna, but anyway, back to her training. Anna has, in fact, if I am her coach, eaten her last processed carbohydrate or, or anything with any type of processed sugar in it. She's done. Not one more. She's had enough. She's had enough for several lifetimes. Um, and unless she listens to this, I mean, her life is pretty short at this stage. Like. I, we could get a notification right now that she died. I would not be surprised. It would, I'd be like, oh, that's a shame. Predicted, but a shame. I, 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 I hate to say that, but that's what death looks like. Uh, 500 and some pounds. The whole, like, look at me, I'm exercising while fat thing is not impressive to me. You're already abusing your body on a daily basis with how much you glutton it with. You abusing it through activities that you're likely not safe to do or, uh, you know, have the actual expertise to do is not impressing me. You abusing yourself even more is truly uh, not an impressive thing to me. Anna should be in a pool for about two hours a day, every single day, walking through the pool or swimming every day. If I was her coach seven days a week, Anna, who doesn't have a fucking job besides, you know, videoing herself while fat, trying shit on, um, Anna will in fact be in the pool every single day for two hours a day, every day. 
Anna will eat for at least another couple, like probably a year and a half. Anna will eat 2,000 to 2,200 calories. It will make up. It will be made up of almost all protein, protein, healthy fats, veggies, and very, very, very few starchy carbohydrates. And I mean very few. Likely um, uh, less than. Uh, it'll be less than uh, uh, probably 50 grams a day of carbohydrates. But she will eat about 2,000 calories of vegetables. Protein, fat, and starch. Carbohydrates will be minimal because she has had enough. <laughs> um, she has, in fact, had enough of all of that. Um, so, uh, frankly, I know that that may be horrible for her, but it is what it is. And we will also have Anna start on morning uh, multivitamin, probably immortal because it has probiotics, everything like that. We'll have her take um, product two first thing in the morning also. And she's not going to have any caffeine at all because 500 fucking pounds does not need caffeine. Uh, once she loses about 250 pounds, we'll probably start her on a half of a dose of Ember every single morning. Um, when she wakes up, the first thing she will have is 30 to 40 ounces of water. She can then have uh, non-alcoholic, non-caloric beverages. She will never drink another beverage that has calories in it ever, including alcohol. She is, like, this woman is 500 pounds. The, the problem we're having right now is the immediateness of how this woman needs to address her health gets lost in how people are pretending that she is not in fact horrendous. Her physical state of being is horrendous. It's absolutely horrendous. So again, we start off the day, 30, 40 ounces of water, then some uh, whatever other beverage she wants to have. She will start off the day with product two and then a multivitamin. Then we will try to get in after the morning portion, before we even eat anything, she will get in at least, because she's 500 pounds, she will get in at least 150 ounces of fluid by her midday, including the 40 ounces that we started with. So by midday, she's got 150 ounces of fluid in her. She can then have her first all-protein, healthy-fat bit of food, along with another dose of product, too. Right? She will then go and eat. She will go for two hours, be in the pool, do what she needs to do. Then she will have her evening meal, which will be made up of more protein and healthy fats and vegetables. And if she wants some sort of carbohydrate, it can be a vegetable source carbohydrate taken between her evening meal and her. Uh, later meal. At the evening meal, she will also take third dose of product to no morbidity, and she will have gotten another 100 ounces of fluid in her, and then she'll end off the day with another 50 ounces. So 300 ounces of fluid, anywhere between 1,800 to 2,200 calories, made up of mostly protein, healthy fat, with some vegetables. She's no longer drinking any calories. She is no longer eating anything that has flour or sugar in it ever again. Repeat until she weighs 160, 170 pounds, which is likely what she should likely weigh. I'd imagine we might have to do an assessment of how much extra skin she actually has 
Now, I know she also has lipedema, which she would have to have some of that removed and all like that, but that is just more of a reason for her to not keep getting fatter. And Nike, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I mean, Nike, these, these big companies don't actually want people to be healthy. They are just making money from these folks. That is, I, I can't even begin to express how literally that I, I like how true that is, that these people are just making money off fat people. That's it. Okay. It's not like Nike's a good company anyway. They build everything with slave labor, like child slave labor. It's it's not like they're a good company anyway. And let's see, a 500 pound uh, woman body squat is 150 pound dude doing 350 pound squat. It's likely true, um, but uh, not real, especially since she carries a lot of her weight in her lower body. So that's not actually all the way true. So leverage just means something. Um, but that is how I, I would focus. Anna would likely lose, and this is no shit. This is no shit. Even with a horrible metabolism, she would likely lose anywhere from a half a pound to a pound a day on what I just on what I just outlined. While being pretty satiated and satisfied, by the way, too. Because her hunger cues would be off her uh, from no morbidity, and she wouldn't be having any insulin or, or glycemic responses because of product too. And then when we get her down to 250, she'll have tons more energy because we'll put her on Ember, a half dose in the morning meal and a half dose the lunch meal, or at the morning half dose with the morning water. And then they'll have those to first meal. So she would eat twice a day. Most of you out there do not need to eat more than twice a day. This whole craziness about how, the, like, people were just literally talking about how Gwyneth Paltrow is super unhealthy when she probably was describing anywhere between 1,300 and 1,600 calories of protein, healthy fat focused forward food. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, like, when, when you truly think about it. Like, it's 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 a bad statement in our society today. It really, really, really is. Uh, you love Andrew Schultz. Uh, he does not follow anyone uh, and promos his own work. Good for him. Good for him. Five to six small meals a day drives me crazy. Too much uh, thinking about food. The thing is, five to six meals a day, I don't know where the fuck that came from. It's more of a bodybuilder thing. You know, bodybuilders need to eat five to six times a day because they have to get so many calories in them and they're burning through so many calories. Most of America could eat one one time a day and then have a snack on top of it and still end up getting 1,500 to 2,000 calories a day. Like, that's the thing. Like, most of America, like, that's not a substantial meal. Whatever fits into protein focus, healthy fat focus forward, all your carbohydrates come from vegetable sources, not uh, anything from uh, ultra-processed carbohydrates. Like, if you're going to ingest ultra-processed carbohydrates – it should never be viewed as food. The ingestion of ultra-processed carbohydrates should be viewed as for pleasure only. Sugar should likely be seen as an addictive substance. If you treat sugar with the same care that you treat alcohol, the world would be much better off. You should not be giving your sugar to children. If you are giving your child sugar and then put them on ADHD medications, I'm going to argue that that's abuse. I... I cannot even think of another way to possibly say it. If you are going to, in fact, feed your child a bunch of sugar and then wonder why they're hyper at school, you're just stupid. You should knock it the fuck off. You're dumb. We should start treating sugar in our society as an addictive substance. Processed carbohydrates, any processed food for that matter, should literally be viewed as for pleasure only. There's tons of studies out that show that people that ingest ultra-processed foods over 20% of their total daily 
uh, caloric intake for a long period of time have, after like six to 10 years, have a 28% reduction in cognitive function and a 25% decline in executive function of the brain. That is perseverance, self-starting, uh, that is um, accountability, that is logic, critical thinking skills. It actually devolves the person into that of like an adolescent. Like they don't, they aren't fully thinking correctly. But the worst part about this is when you think about it is that we have to a great degree, many people in society, most of American society and just about 50 to 60% of their total daily caloric intake from ultra processed foods. So we know that in 20% or more after eight years, it lowers cognitive function by 28% and executive function by 25%. But we have people that have been eating 50% ultra processed foods for like 20 years. Of course they sound crazy. It's because they are. Because being morbidly obese does in fact cause mental issues. Not just because of the actual emotions, but biologically, it affects the executive function of your brain, not to mention that being morbidly obese causes neuroinflammation and causes all sort of total body body inflammation. And then you're going to keep ingesting highly inflammatory foods on top of it, such as ultra-processed carbohydrates and ultra-processed sugar, which is highly inflammatory. It is just not intelligent for us to ignore the fact that we as a people are addicted to sugar. We are addicted to food. There's so much talk right now uh, about how, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's unhealthy and she's anorexic. It seems like the only eating disorders that people will even possibly recognize are restrictive eating disorders, when in fact most of America is likely addicted to food or has binge eating disorder. A huge portion of American society has binge eating disorder. Do you know how I know that a huge portion of our society has some sort of disordered eating? Because a huge portion of our society is indeed fat as fuck. We are well over 50% obesity. You know it. You've been to Walmart. We are well over 50% obesity. So at least 50% of the people in our country are eating in a disordered fashion because being fat, no matter what social media, mainstream media, or anybody would like to tell you, being fat is indeed bad for you. Being morbidly obese is indeed a death sentence. Not to mention the fact that you are in fact a burden upon society because you are adding more to our healthcare burden. You're adding more to the cost of our healthcare burden. You're adding more to the burden on the system, trying to feed you all the extra food that you do not need to maintain a healthy lifestyle that is in fact making, so you glutton yourself on it into a state of ill health that does burden our healthcare system. It's even worse for the planet because you are ingesting more and more and more. And that in fact puts more waste into the environment. Being morbidly obese, is not only bad for you, it's bad for the planet, it's bad for the country, it's bad for the world, and it is privilege. It is not uh, anything but privilege. You are gluttoning yourself consistently, daily, in an extremely selfish fashion to the point where you are, in fact, putting yourself into a state of disproportionate societal burden. That is privilege. We need to, in fact... Wake people up to realize that obesity is not in any way marginalized. Obesity is a privilege. Obese privilege is the problem in America. Not, not, not you know, weight stigma or any ridiculous thing that you people are coming up with for it. It's ridiculous. I mean, have a nice day. It's so ridiculous. Anyway, 
Um, it's not so bad. I went off of caffeine a few times. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't actually give you energy. It makes you think he does. Absolutely. Going. I, I, I don't get me wrong. I like my caffeine because I like my stimulants, especially if I can have uh, my ember with a little bit of mental jewels, which is like a neurotropic mushroom-based uh, thing from uh, from Ambrosia Collective. Outstanding. It's like weaponizing my ADHD. It's so good. So good. I'm going to grind up the last of my caffeine beans and uh, and make uh, make them decaf. Huh. Okay. Uh, anyway, so if you guys have some questions, I will answer them. I'll have to read them out loud because I can't get you guys up into the chat here for some reason. I don't know why. But hang on. Let me. Maybe I might be able to. Oh, I think I can. Boom. Yes, we can. So we can, in fact, see what you guys are writing. I can answer questions. I can do anything we want to do. Um, again, we'll be back live on YouTube for those of you that want to comment on the live YouTube. But if they, we can figure this out, if StreamYard can figure this out where I can go live here, um, or I just may I just may start going live on, on Rumble and say screw it with YouTube. Uh, we'll decide more later on this week. It depends literally on uh, on if, if they give me another strike for saying real stuff, I'm just going to like call it a day with YouTube and hire a lawyer and sue them because they're, they're actually defaming me by saying my videos have medical misinformation in them when they're true. They're making it seem like I am wrong when I am in fact truthful. And that is defamation by classical definition. If I had a lawyer right now I, to, to take up the case, I would absolutely sue YouTube. Uh, Absolutely. Um, let's see. Uh, I get bad shakes from coffee. Uh, half Asian. Um, let's see here. I had a session with my psychiatrist today, and we are going to eliminate uh, my caffeine addiction this next uh, six weeks. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Um, let's see. Uh, I also <laughs> here's another thing too. Like, I just think we need to start moving away from this ridiculousness that society is. I wish I could impress upon people the importance of, of this. You know, like, I'm not trying to shame nobody. Like, first of all, if I call you fat and you are and you think it's shaming, it's because you are ashamed of it. And frankly, you should be. Like, that's the thing. If you, it, I was ashamed of it when I was fat. And I should have been. Because it is greedy. And it is selfish. And it is self-harm. Everybody that is obese should be ashamed of it. You know that it is, in fact, abusing yourself. You know it's greedy. You know that you place food at a higher priority than most other things. If you are morbidly obese, you are constantly eating. There's not, there's, I understand that people are like, oh, I barely eat and I gain weight. Video yourself. Let me video you for a week. We all know that incredible lie of people saying, like, I barely eat and I can't seem to lose weight. That's a lie, and you know it. You should be ashamed. People should absolutely be ashamed of hurting themselves while putting themselves into societal burden, especially after the last couple years. We know that a big reason why they were able to scare everybody into destroying the economy and to shutting down and to being terribly scared was that there are so many sickly people in America. We know this. We 
answered that by getting more sickly, by getting actually fatter. Get there faster. You are risking everybody's freedom at this stage. It's patheticness. Have a good day. Uh, let's see. Can you recommend some good cables to purchase for crystal suspension classes? Maybe don't break the bank. They sell suspension system stuff at Aldi's and Walmart for like $15 to $25. You do not need to get uh, a suspension system training like a TRX or something like that. Although I do love TRX. But we've got one, we got one from Aldi's recently that were like $15. We got a $20 pair from Walmart too. So you can just check them out. I, there's plenty of places to look for it. Um, and again, she teaches a suspension system training class. She'll be actually talking. I'm just going to do my workouts Monday through Thursday if you want to join the app. Um, and here we go, by the way. You can join the uncensored group on the app, which is where we talk about things that are fitness, obesity, but politics, the world, all these things. Um, it's very my very candid takes. We'll also let you join the Hunger Management Support Group. We do have a three-month coaching deal at 33% off right here just for the people that are live right here. But you can also get no morbidity, get hydroglyph. We, we are an all-encompassing shop here right now. We are trying to help everybody as much as possible get healthy. Um, oh. Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. It just gets in more and more and more insane. Love the uncensored group. I'm glad you like it. It's $9.99 a month. You get to use the app to track all of your uh, nutrition and activities. If you ask nicely, we'll even put one of our pre-done workouts on there for you. Um, and like we, we really, really, really are. I'm very, very, very happy with our with with how the app is running. The when you track your food, when you track your nutrition, we'll give you sample menu like sample recipes and menus that you can switch out to. There's a whole recipe uh, catalog and stuff like that in our like right in our group, like right on our app. So you get the the hunger management support group, you get the uncensored group, you get live and pre-recorded classes, you get to join me um, uh, when I uh, uh, when when I do my suspension system stuff, which I won't be talking, I'll just be doing it, listening to music, and you can join along with me. Uh, so much so much awesomeness, right? Fat loss, some hit, good. Uh, fat fat loss is way more about exercise. The people that get too too much caught up into the optimization of it, just do consistently what you like to do, and then you can add on from there. You know, most people are not looking to like, you know, optimize their fat loss. The thing that optimizes fat loss the most is a calorie deficit, oh, like beyond anything else. So. Uh, I, I see your comments. Yeah, Jess, I see your comments too. So, um, anywho, I'm very pleased that we have people commenting on on, on, Ro on uh, Rumble. I keep calling it Roku. Crazy. But, uh, yeah, I'm very pleased about it. This is good. Oops. I did, just messed up. Um, and the way this is working, by the way, this will come, like, as soon as we're done talking here, this will get downloaded and it will get put up onto Spotify and that's where you can watch it again or you can just rewatch it on Rumble. I'm going to keep everything on Rumble too. Um, but YouTube, I don't know. I mean, YouTube, it might be, uh, YouTube, YouTube, I might be saying goodbye to or at least using it in a very different way. Uh, for instance, like if you follow me on Instagram, I posted up some excerpt videos on both Twitter and uh, well on Rumble. I posted up some excerpt videos from yesterday's uh, live. 
Uh, I'll probably do that like, for YouTube also because I can pick and choose. And I'll probably pull a full, few lives from right here too. Or a few clips from right here too. Um, and that's going to be my content. And I am going to help get America healthy. Like if we want to be free, but we cannot be free unless our people are fit. Like we cannot have poor public health and be a free nation because then you're enslaved to the food industry, the pharma industry, those sorts of things. Like America is already conquered. People don't even understand this. America is actually conquered. All the power to that 500 pound woman exercise is good. Not that kind of exercise. She should be swimming. High impact stuff for a 500 pound woman is not smart. All that does is like, hey, I'm super motivated. Watch me injure myself and then get fatter. She should swim. Uh, she should swim. Nike is guilty. They don't care about the woman. That woman doesn't care about herself. Like people can't take advantage of you if you're not willing to let them. You know, she's and I have nothing for her. She's she also uh, last year did an advertisement to get vaccinated and then got COVID. It was hilarious. Uh, and, all, and got really sick because she's 500 fucking pounds and got COVID. Um, it's money, but it's all, it's all money. That's all she, that's all she cares about. That's all most, most people care about. That's all money. Um, what questions you guys got? And then I might wrap this up a little early and possibly even do a second uh, live, but uh, I'll have longer videos to break apart tomorrow. I, well, wait, hang on. I wanted to, I wanted to check out this one thing. Let me see here. Nah, 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 nah. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Um, and what, what else we got going on? Let's see your comments, Jess. I just don't understand. Like, I, I just got another article. Dear theme parks, it's time to invest in in size inclusive roller coasters. What the fuck? Give me a second. Let me see here. Oh my goodness. Somebody just sent this to me, so we're going over it. Shut up. Shut up. Nike kept her honest. Got, qual got qualifications to prove she's using the product for manufactured purposes. What? Ridiculous. Whatever. Um, de dear theme parks, it's time to get on board with size inclu inclusive roller coasters. So we're just going to rewrite uh, physics and inertia and gravity and shit. Roller coasters have been my first love. Growing up, I gravitated to that feeling of the wind whipping through my hair, my feet hanging off the ground and seeing for miles from the top of a coaster before the inevitable drop. County fairs, the small theme park Magic Springs near my hometown of Silverton, Silver Dollar City, Six Flags, SeaWorld, Disney. I grew up obsessed with riding every roller coaster I was allowed. I was as close as I could to get the feeling of flying. That all changed the first time I visited Universal Orlando as an adult, probably because you're a fat fuck. 
After waiting in line for almost two hours and settling into a seat on Harry Potter and escaped the Gringotts, I was confronted with a horrifying realization. I didn't fit on the ride. You were confronted with the fact that you're enormous. Like, I'm pretty sure you knew that already. After a couple of attempts to get the locking mechanism to click in place and being told I was it, it was just short, I was forced to get up and follow a ride attendant to a side room with all eyes of the other passengers fixed on me because you were holding their fucking event up because you're too fucking fat. Uh, I never felt more embarrassed or ashamed in my life. Good, good, good. Did you use it to catalyze change in yourself? No, you are actually, in fact, using it as a way to fuck up with everybody else's shit because you are privileged. This is fucking privilege. I've gluttoned myself to a state of morbid obesity and I can't fit on a child's ride anymore. So therefore, I am literally going to complain and have them change shit instead of you changing your fat ass self. You should be ashamed. You should be ashamed of not just what you've done to yourself to the point where you don't fit into a fucking seat, but also for demanding that change be made for you. Privileged as fuck. Big and small, all life is beautiful. <laughs> I agree with you, dude. But uh, people that make themselves massively huge do not agree with you. If they did, they'd try to hold on to life instead of fucking it up. Uh, and as I continue to be turned away from the other coasters at the park because you're huge, uh, throughout my time there, the feeling only intensified. Good. You should do something about it. My favorite experience in the world quickly turned into one of the most dread. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are you okay? Uh, the excitement I used to feel as the coaster flew down the tracks has been replaced with anxiety I'm forced to push through just to get in line for any coasters or thrill attraction. Like, no thought process that your massive girth might be endangering other people, right? That you might be the reason why you a kid gets crushed or something like that. You don't give a shit about that. You just want your ho-hos and your roller coasters. Pathetic, pathetic human being. It's that anxiety that followed me to Disney World in Orlando this past week as I tried out our, its newest roller coaster, Tron Light Cycle Slash Run. Unsurprisingly, given what I'd heard from others who had previewed it before me, I could not ride it, the standard cars, for the brand new coaster because you're fat as fuck. Because it would be a danger to other people. Because reality and physics exist. In 2023, theme parks are still making rides that a large segment of the population can't fully enjoy, and it's time to stop that. No, 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 no. It's time for that large segment of the population to not be so large. We closed the fucking world down for you three years ago. Unfatten yourself. Is that direct enough? Privileged-ass pieces of shit demanding that everything else change when you should be the one changing. This is fucking sadness. Despite my concerns about whether I'd be able to ride, I jumped at the chance to attend a press preview event with Disney to test it out ahead of the April 4th grand opening. For full disclosure, Disney paid for my flight, hotel room, and parks, tickets, and events. Disney did not respond to my request for comment on this story. So, in other words, Disney paid for your flights, hotel room, and parks for the event, and now you're fucking trashing them. I'm not a big Disney fan, but you are a huge piece of shit. Uh, walking up, it looked fantastic. The coaster tracks are covered with an, uh, uh, an awning that lights up at night. 
and you walk directly beneath as riders fly overhead to get to the ride entrance. The queue inside the ride is equally, if not more impressive, with one theme lighting and an immersed ride terminal where you hop onto the light cycle ride car. However, that's where my experience started to go downhill. The rumors I've heard about the restrictive and sometimes incredibly uncomfortable ride car turned out to be true. It's not restrictive. You're just too big. It's not restrictive. You are just too fucking fat. That's the problem. It's not the ride. It's you. My understanding is that the ride is essentially a carbon copy of Tron Coaster from Shanghai Disneyland, which opened along with the park in 2016. The standard seats for the ride at the light cycle bike that mimics the vehicles in the Tron movie. You straddle the bike seat and get into the position on your knees. I mean, like, what the fuck? So, of course, fat people aren't going to be able to ride it because safety. Insane. Insane. For taller or plus-size rider, the, the, the size and design of the rider vehicle can cause a real problem. Then you don't get to fucking ride it. You have either through genetics of being too tall or self-harm, gluttoning yourself to fatness, you don't get to ride it. You could at least change that. Very tall people cannot. They're not bitching. You are bitching because you have the mentality of a fucking child. The leg holds where you insert your knees and shins are on the side. I couldn't fit my, look at this. No wonder, you, like, I'm sorry, but you are 100 pounds overweight. You shouldn't be riding that ride. You shouldn't be riding that ride. I spent more than five minutes trying to situate myself in a way that would let the seat close behind me. I couldn't make it work no matter how hard I tried because you're too fat. Those with a body height, weight, or general shape that didn't fit the mold that this seat was made from had, ex had extremely difficulty, including tall riders and those with large calves and hamstrings. Then you don't ride it. You say, this is not for me. I can live with that and move on. I cannot play in the NBA. One, because I don't like basketball, but two, I'm not tall enough. I don't say, well, we should change that. This is this this is the problem. This is viewed this is viewed as like social justice. I need, we need justice for all. We need all the rights to fit instead of the privilege. It is. I don't want to hear shit out of obese people's mouths. Besides, how do I get unobese? How do I unfatten myself? We close the world down for you. We trash the economy for you. We shouldn't have. We shouldn't have at all. We shouldn't have closed down at all because there was no true emergency. However, because there's so many fucking fat people in America and so many people that have lifestyled themselves into weakness, everybody got scared and paused. Like, oh my God, sick people might have a hard time with this new cold. We need to close everything. Destroy small businesses. Fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. Give me a second. All right, guys. So 
I am going to probably end this, end this a little bit early. I hope all of you had a good time. I'm going to post this up to our uh, to the uh, uh, to the podcast Spotify. I'll have a few shorts made out of it. But also, I just want to let everybody know we'll be I'll probably going all the way to an hour here in a couple of days. I've got some interviews to do and stuff like that. I really, really hope that everybody has a great day. You can get no morbidity and hang on a second. You can get no morbidity and hydroglyph. Join the uncensored group, and there's some coaching for you. I hope everybody has a great day. God dang.